wasn't it nice to wake up this morning and see that the deck was wet, <laughs> the flowers were kind of perking up there a little bit. You might even seen a little bit of green on that grass because we did have a bit of rain overnight. Well, let's see. Uh, it's going to be a little bit on the partly cloudy side today, breezy, kind of nice. Uh, there is a chance of maybe another shower or two where you are, so keep an eye out. Hopefully that's going to happen. Our high today is going to be 78. Then tomorrow looks like we've got a chance of some scattered showers, cloudy and breezy, 72 for a high. Of course, you know why it's going to be raining tomorrow, Sam? Because we were going to paint the deck tomorrow. So, of course. That's how it always yeah. goes, Libby. Yeah, you're, or we don't paint it. I guess you finish it. But, yeah, probably not going to happen tomorrow. All right. Uh, high 72. Then t- Tuesday looks like we've got some clouds in the sky, 72 tomorrow. And then Wednesday, that's sunshine and 73. Next chance of showers happens on Thursday with a high of 76. As you're waking up around Wisconsin on this beautiful Sunday morning, in Mequon, we have 69. Racine's at 68. Walk has 70. And we have 70 degrees at WTMJ at 818 and that of course means it's time to check in with Mark Cass. He's the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. Well it started out on a really high note and then there were problems Mark. You had the opportunity to walk and see the city's Juneteenth parade and the celebration and what a happy time that was but then the shooting occurred. How does this impact the city and also the future of the Juneteenth celebration in Milwaukee. Well, let's hope it doesn't impact it long term. This was a tragedy. It was awful that it happened. But I can tell you, I was out there for a couple hours in the morning and just had such a wonderful time. The first time I had the opportunity to walk in the parade and just to see everybody from the community, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, who are just all there hanging out. We're really having a great time. I can't tell you how many people just came up to me just to like introduce themselves. And just, it was a really great experience. And really to see it end the way it did was sad. It's a symptom we're seeing throughout the country in our cities. We obviously have had our issues here. But I think every time something like this happens, it hurts the city. It hurts the people that live in Hartford or Conwalk who now you say that I'm not going to come downtown or I'm not going to come into the central city. And that's a shame because there's a lot of great things happening throughout the city and we need to promote those. But, you know, when things like this happen, it's just bad living. You know, I felt bad about it the whole time because I had such a great morning. It was so fun to be down there and just to see all the people, all the businesses, all the great food. I mean, you walk down the street and you smell such amazing food. I mean, it was just hard to keep walking. Well, I even got a call from a friend out of town asking me about it because it made national news. Was there enough police presence there for large crowds, in your opinion? There was where we were when we were walking the parade. There were officers everywhere, and I felt very safe, as I would anywhere in downtown. This is a case where we were talking about this. When you and I were growing up and there'd be a dispute, what would happen? You'd maybe argue, worst case, you'd throw a punch, and then you'd walk away. Mm. But that doesn't happen nowadays, and that's really tragic. And to see this kind of thing happen and really hurt the city and hurt this great event is really a shame. Oh, yeah. We're still all reeling over that. Yeah. Now, of course, Milwaukee Business Journal, you broke that story this week about possible options being considered by the Wisconsin Department of Transportation to either tear down or sort of alter Interstate 794 through downtown. What are they looking at doing? Really, the whole realm of options from just leaving it be to ripping it down altogether. But there's a lot of talk about this. You and I have talked about it over the past year or so. So much interest in kind of looking at that freeway, whether it should come down altogether, whether you just rip down the ramps so that you just had the land under there available, like what happened over on the Park East 20 years ago. What opportunities there? So right now the state is looking at the realm of opportunities. It could be upward of 16 acres of land that could be redeveloped. You could end up with office, retail, green space. Think of all that land. 
But on the other hand, I've heard a lot of concerns in terms of access in the downtown, what will be there. So it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out over the next couple of years, what happens there, and what that can be. Because remember, you have that site. That, I mean, the site I watch real closely is the site that's right across from the Art Museum in Summerfest Ground, right as you exit the freeway. There's an office site there. That's been talked about for years as a large high-rise. Will that finally happen? Will that be the signature site here in the city? So much potential, but a long ways to go. Do you think if 794 is torn down altogether, will that cause more of a traffic impact around the city? Well, I think that's the issue. You know, that's the issue that the state's going to have to figure out. Can they make this happen? We all kind of thought that on the northern side, right? And now no one really thinks about that because you have McKinley. On the south side where this is, you have Clyburn. Now, all the talk so far about Clyburn is, is there a way to make that be more than just a one-way street? Right now, mm-hmm. it just flows west. Is there a way to make that so that it'd be easier in and out? So I think that has to be worked out, but you're right. That's the number one concern. We can't have a project that just creates more problems. On the other hand, is there a way to make that work and then create all these new things, whether it's green space, office, retail, under their freeway, which right now is just waste of space. And and another story that I know you've been keeping a very close eye on is this 2% city sales tax. They're going to be looking at it in committee on Monday. Do you think it's going to be approved by the committee and then subsequently by the entire Common Council? Really on the fast track. I was surprised they're going to be there on Monday. They're going to vote in early July on this. I'd be surprised if it doesn't pass. I know there are some aldermen who are very unhappy about it but not about the sales tax or unhappy about the other things that were added on the bill, whether it was the streetcar money, other things in terms of inclusion rules and other factors in terms of local control. I think what's going to happen is in the end, what they're voting on is on the sales tax, not on all these rules. So I think it will get approved. I think it'll get loud. I think there'll be a lot of people yelling and screaming about their opposition on it. But in the end, it's going to approve because if it doesn't, Libby, there are some really strong ramifications in terms of service cuts and other things that will happen in Milwaukee. It is interesting to watch, though, because I have been hearing more lately from store owners, restaurant owners who are a bit concerned about the increase in sales tax because it actually raises them above where other counties are in the area. Will that hurt them? But the city really has no other alternatives at this point. You know, Mark, we think of you as a bit of a jet setter. And jet America- setter, wow. <laughs> I'm rarely called that. I'm called a lot of things. But I'm roughly called a jet sitter. <laughs> well, I know you were excited. American Airlines announced a new yeah. nonstop to where on the East Coast? Washington. One of my favorite cities. I love going out to Washington and spending time in the capital, seeing the memorials. I just love that. And the fact that they're adding this starting in October makes a lot of sense because of the RNC. We all think about the 2024 RNC as having the huge impact next July. But really, it's going to start having an impact next fall because you'll start to see groups traveling in from Washington to look at spaces to really prepare for the convention. You see an opportunity here. And the more nonstop flights we can add from our city, I think it just helps everybody. I've heard over and over again from executives in town who just want more nonstop because it makes it easier to travel. And just, I think you'll see more traveling going on. So this is the first impact we're seeing from the RNC. Hopefully some things will follow and we'll see more nonstop flights. Well, it's even going to be sooner than fall because we've got that Fox debate coming up very yes. shortly. So yeah, you're going to see a lot of traffic all kinds, coming in all, for that. All kinds of fun stuff going to go on with that kind of stuff. It's great to see. Well, I know when we don't see you flying here, there, and where, everywhere out of the airport, and if we don't see you at one of the big galas around the city, the other place we see you, Mark, is on the hop and they've got yeah. a new high yep. profile sponsor come on now i've, I've not seen you <laughs> i've been holding you, you huh? a seat 
Oh. Every time I get on there, I've been holding you a seat. I, I, mean, I ask people not to sex me because I know Libby is coming. Yet, you know, it hasn't happened yet. Well, we just haven't crossed yeah, paths mean, on it. Let's put it that way. We haven't crossed paths, I'm sure. <laughs> now, this is a big deal for the Hop because to get Harley Davidson as a rap sponsor for the upcoming anniversary is a big deal because, one, it's an investment in the Hop to a high-profile company, and three, hopefully will encourage others because, as we talked about earlier in this conversation, you know, the new state law, which limits what the city can spend on the future of the Hop, really is going to hurt them, so they have to find these new money one way through more sponsorships, more advertising. One of the things I've been saying over and over again over the past couple of weeks is we have to stop arguing about the hop. We've been arguing about it for years. Those of us who support it, those against it, it's here. It's running. You're not going to shut it down because, boy, we'd be the laughing stock of the country if we did that. So let's figure out a way to expand it to make it better, really make this something that helps the city, which it now does on a very small scale, I'll admit, but it's here. So let's figure out how to make it really work for the city. Well, I know I'll be seeing you around town. Maybe on the hop? On the hop. I'm, again, maybe I'm it's summer fast? <laughs> or maybe the rap. How about a Libby rap? I like that. We can, we can advertise get... your show. We can just be all about Libby. Oh, you and I could be the new salt and pepper. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Mark Cass, always great to have you here. Always great to talk to you, Libby. You have a great week. Uh, uh, do you rap, Sam? 